Godbu, writer, journalist, proud shit disturber. I'm Michael Cass, an artist, and I don't have as many lofty titles as Neil. This is everything. Everything. What's Neil. your topic? You start. <laughs> no, uh, I actually want to see, and, and this has something to do with it. Um, you were feeling under the weather. Yep. Had to get it. Had to get a COVID test. Had to get the vid test. That's a powerless feeling waiting for that thing to come through, eh? It 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 is a powerless feeling. I I, I actually find any kind of medical test, uh, you know, even a blood test. Uh, I don't know about you, but I I find that actually a very powerless experience, right? You're 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 putting your your trust in. You're 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 in a vulnerable position, and and you're putting your trust in in health professionals to, uh, you know, look out for your best interests, and mm-hmm. you know, in my case, okay, go in, do the swish, spit, and I got back into my car, and I was just like, I need to go for a drive, so I went for lunch to A and W in Quinell. <laughs> which is an hour away an hour and 15 minutes an hour and 15 uh, minutes away on the highway uh, yeah and and but you know i had the tunes on and i just needed to i i just needed that decompress yeah. uh and, and not because i was i was already start feeling better mm-hmm. um and i was quite sure i was negative and the following afternoon i got a test and i was negative or got the result back and yeah. i was negative but still it, it's that 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 powerless that you're talking about, to, you know, I mean, so many people feel that with far more serious health concerns yeah, than uh, yeah. than just getting a COVID test, right? Is uh, when they when they go into the healthcare system in whatever capacity, they feel powerless. I think, yeah, but we need to we need to just put our faith in those most of the time. Those people. There are times when we have to shake the shake things up a bit my, my wife had to do that but but to know to uh, put our faith in something you know greater than ourselves at that moment greater in the sense that that, that person knows more right has has an expertise yeah. that can help us i mean we have faith that when i flip that light switch or when i hit that go button for the microphone that shit's gonna work yep <laughs> <laughs> so why wouldn't i well the, the the power came on the lights came on which is more than what we can say for the state of texas oh last week God, there's a i listen I, this that's is, power literally this is totally <laughs> off off topic the, uh, the segue i was gonna have this beautiful segue about powerless into be into power and who wants it and why they want it and and what to what ends they're willing to go to, you know, those, all that juicy stuff. Um, but Texas, yeah, they're literally, well, they were powerless. Oh, because they wanted to be, I think this is hilarious because it's like, we don't want the government to tell us what the feds to tell us what we can do. Help. <laughs> right? right. You know, when shit goes wrong, they want help. They're looking for a greater power to help them. But when it comes to that greater power saying, yeah, but we want to tax you. Regulate you. Well, fuck that shit. Yeah, no, man. You can't do that. <laughs> yeah, we don't want that. No, no, no. This is uh, the land of like the free and home of the brave. It's like a teenager, I think. Yeah. Behaving like a teenager. Um, but everything in Texas is bigger, is bigger, including the fuck ups. I mean, I've noticed that. Right? Yeah. And... Uh, um, 
But yeah, I, I was, you know, and I, and I talked to you through text about what do you want to do this week? What topic? And I realized, you know, the, the name of the show is Everything, Everything. So we can do whatever we want. <laughs> we do whatever we want when we want. But power seemed to strike a chord with both of us. A power, I, I, to me, that it's a fascinating topic, and of course, it's been explored. I mean, in so many ways, right back to you know the ancient Greeks were 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 fascinated with with power and giving you know individuals, giving people, free people, power and mm -hmm. and uh, free men, free men, of course, yeah. and and yes, is. Uh, well, you know, of course, we wouldn't give power to slaves and to women. No. That's that's ridiculous. Um, but uh, it, it's it's a fascinating topic. Uh, you know, Shakespeare, I, I would say, devoted his career um, to the study of power. I mean, ha Hamlet, Macbeth, all of the great mm -hmm. classics, Othello, King Lear, are all about power uh, and and the expression of it, and and also the detriment of it is, uh, uh, you know, Lady Macbeth exploits Macbeth. That was the most codependent relationship I've, I've my, beside my own. Well, <laughs> some and, of my own. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, and, and and that's a fascinating thing, particularly about Macbeth, because does is is Lady Macbeth exploiting Macbeth's ambition, or or is really Macbeth's ambition just ready there for the taking, and and all Lady Macbeth is, does is gives him the nudge. I would say it's the latter. Is is, is like you say, it's a dependency. It's well, I, I I really want this power, but I'm not sure if I have the nerve. And she's the one saying, "Sure, you have the nerve. Screw your courage to the sticking yeah. place, my yeah. dear." Mm -hmm. And he does, and of course. Tragedy well, he does, and but then he doesn't. Right? right, she has to finish the. Yeah, she has to finish the job. Yeah. one of my favorite plays, by the way, Macbeth. I was a stage manager on a production of Macbeth in Toronto. It was, uh, it was a fascinating experience. It's uh, I, I, of course, studied it like everybody in this province uh, to this day you still have to study it in high school and uh, mm -hmm. saw a live production of it in uh, in london actually a, a university production that was absolutely first rate and i don't know if you ever saw the uh, um the patrick stewart um macbeth no um, the it Polanski. I've seen the Polanski. The, 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 the Polanski one uh, was was shown at my high school we all had to get a note Oh, really? <laughs> from our parents to be allowed to see the Polanski. Yeah, because uh, the witches what Macbeth. were nude, right? Right, yeah, and, yeah. and 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 the University of London production of Macbeth that I saw, uh, not only were were the witches nude, but to, when when Banco appears uh, at the banquet mm -hmm. uh, to Macbeth, uh, he is nude. He was nude and covered in blood. It, it was quite horrific. Um, and, uh, you know, in terms of dramatic effect, it was, uh, was actually quite well done, but, um, but the Patrick Stewart version, um, uh, it was actually, uh, it was, it was done in London and New York and, uh, it was actually filmed. I saw it on PBS, I think about 10 years ago. Oh, it's probably still around on YouTube. And, and, check it, and it was, so they did a, a, a film version of it and, um, um, it, it, they, they modernized it. So it was set in this, uh, you know, 
uh, authoritarian sort of semi-Nazi brown shirt world, and uh, the whole thing had the look of of uh, of uh, uh, almost a, a Marilyn Manson video. It was very dark, and the witches looked like uh, something like I said right out of a Marilyn Manson hmm. video. They were very quite horrific looking and very sinister and and. Uh, it was really quite well done. It was a bit of a surprise to see Patrick Stewart in that kind of of setting, but of course he's Patrick he's Stewart. Trained, right? He's he's Patrick Stewart. I mean, the way he he delivers the lines, it was just like oh, it was yeah, it was. It was beautiful. Uh, it, it was beautiful, but of course it's tragic, and you hate the character. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time. Um, Within about two minutes, I forgot that I was watching Patrick Stewart, and I'm watching Macbeth. Oh, that's perfect. So, the yeah. suspension of disbelief. Yes. That's what it's all about. That. Uh, but power. Yeah, the reason I the reason <laughs> I was went on to power was, you know, I'm a... And I told Lisa... Red, Lisa Redpath wants to be... As soon as we have enough space, Lisa Redpath wants to be a guest on Everything, Everything. She voiced that. So... I, I, I think she should be her honorary first guest. I think so, too. I think so, too. That would be the right thing to do. So I told her I was going to admit that I, I'm a Lord of the Rings nerd. Right? I love Lord of the Rings. And so lately I've been really delving into Tolkien and his writing and, 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 the, and the theology, actually, behind his... His books and and talking about Sauron, uh, and how he's he's this sort of he's sort of like Satan, right? He's cast out. Um, he's an angel, one of the Valar, and he's like, and and we'll recognize the cat that says this. He's like, I know how to do it, and I'll be the best at doing it, and I'll do it right because I'm the only one that knows how to do it, right? Right. <laughs> um. Trust me. Trust me. I know. I know what I'm. I've probably done this. So it'll be great. It'll be fantastic. Um, but he has a wonderful idea for a society, right? A benevolent, benevolence. Um, but it turns it turns malevolent, like we've seen in the books, and 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 so I was thinking about power, and does it really? Can it really do that to people? Even people with the most um, altruistic. See, ideas. See, and I, and I, I mean, you know, of course, there's the famous phrase, you know, absolute power corrupts absolutely. But does it? But see, and 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 I actually come at it from from a slightly different angle. Is that I I actually feel that 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 power reveals who you are, as opposed to somehow corrupts you in some way. It simply reveals what was already there. Hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and, and and so. I, I, I feel that that some people get into powerful positions and become these very benevolent um, people because the, 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 the position allowed them the full expression of their selves. Um, and then, of course, I, I would say then it can also reveal the malevolence, uh, the, 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 the dark side of people when they realize, oh, I have this power, I can do what I want, I don't have to answer to, to others or don't mm-hmm. have to answer to mm-hmm. others as much as maybe I normally would, and I'm going to exploit that for my own purposes. And I, I, I always, 
host, you know, I host, I've hosted and will continue to host a lot of all candidates forums mm-hmm. over, over the years, uh, you know, municipal, federal, provincial. I still always ask, why are you running for office? Because it's, it's amazing the number of people that still stumble on that question. And, and as far as I'm concerned, there's only two right answers. One is candid to a fault. I need a job. Uh, and, and I can think of two former mayoral candidates here in Prince George who answered that, that gave that answer. Um, again, honest to a fault, Mm -hmm. but they were speaking honestly. The, The other correct answer, in fact, the only correct answer, as far as I'm concerned is to make my community and the people who live here better. Yeah. That's, that's the answer, but it's shocking the number of people who run for public office and trip over that question. I, 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 you I think I, it's the easiest, it's a, it, it's the yeah. easiest question in the world. Why are you running for public office? You know, that's a good question. They'll start. <laughs> it, because, because I, I don't think they recognize that, that political office comes with power. You, you are making decisions that will have short and long-term real-life impacts on people. And, you know, if it's for, oh, well, you know, you know my, my, my family told me that, hey, I'd make a great city councilor, a great mayor, a great MLA. Um, why are you running? Mm-hmm. Yeah, why? If that's the only reason, then he shouldn't be running. Probably not. Yeah. yeah, I got. I thought about it. You know, I thought about running for council. Then I thought, no, I can't. There's an election uh, next year, Michael. No, it's not no, too no, late. No, no, because my answer would be, I have no clue why I'm running. See, you're you're big hearted. <laughs> you're big hearted guy. I know you. You would run because you want to make. You want to you know improve, help the art scene in the community, and that and, would be yeah, yeah. And then I and then I realize how little I know about 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 um, about municipal politics. There's lots of time to learn. The elections next uh, October. No, no I'm. Just, I got too much I, going I, on. I always try. I have encouraged multiple people. Some have 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 run. Some haven't. Mm-hmm. I I always encourage good people to run. Um, it, it's a job application. Um, I, I I'm always then candid with them that it's uh, it's a big headache, um, but it's it's also so rewarding in that. Again, you're you're in a public service role. That's that's it right there. You said the word though. That's the word that I that really frightens me is public, because I am like ninety four percent introvert. Man, I don't want to deal with people. I'll, I love you. I'll you vote. are you are I'll a high functioning introvert, my friend. High functioning introvert, but I do not want to deal with like like the very thought of it. The very thought of having to like attend a rally or shake all the people now you don't have to which is pretty cool but 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 <laughs> shake all the hands <laughs> shake all the hands and kiss all the babies and tell okay that's creepy right and then lie right i i i'd have to tell the truth and that would probably would i probably wouldn't get elected i i i admire the people who who do uh, 
put their name forward. And, and, and then the ones who get elected, who, who work so hard. And, and I, I have so much respect for the ones who, even if I disagree with them politically, um, and, and I can think, well, I, I'm thinking of of both our one of our MLAs here in Prince George Springs immediately to mind Shirley Bond. I would also throw in uh, Todd Doherty, the Caribou Prince George uh, uh, member of Parliament. These are two people that, um, on on one hand, I I there are some things I agree with them politically. There are many things I disagree with with particularly their party politically. That being said. These are hardworking public servants. Uh, Even if I disagree with, you know, their various views, I've never questioned, and those two individuals in particular, I've never questioned their work ethic. Uh, And and the fact that that their their answer to why did they run, why are they in politics, is to make their community better. And unquestionably... um, um, service oriented yeah. like and, and and true to their beliefs like Todd you know with the PTSD with the with the national and the know, mental health the stuff mental and health the PTSD yeah. absolutely and it was a private members bill in parliament and it passed and and good for him right yeah. but there are a lot of cuz I'm not a conservative maybe fiscal a little bit now after my wife's owned a business. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. So Small business changes, owners yeah, tend man. to. Holy crap. Um, uh, but I, I, uh, I admire him for that. And the other thing I admire, and I, and I think I've talked to you about this is um, powerful guy, right? Powerful guy, busy guy. Um, there's a few things we got into. We got into an, a discussion once that was a, a little, um, no, 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 you, 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 no, 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 I disagree with you on this, but, but this one was he, he apologized for his gatekeeper because I wanted to know what his thoughts were as a Prince George and a Canadian, Prince George citizen, a Canadian a resident, Prince George resident, Canadian citizen about the border closure. And I got the standard email back. Oh, if the liberals, blah, blah. I'm like, no, 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 that's not what I asked. What I asked was this, right? I don't care about your pat answer. He got a hold of me and apologized for his gatekeeper, <laughs> and he told me right up front. He texted me. He said, and he and he called me and he left me a message. I'm like, that guy just the respect for him, even though I don't agree with his politics, his party politics, just went through the roof because he took the time to deal with a constituent. And 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 isn't that the proper expression of power? Oh, I agree. Yeah. Right is is that there is that the 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 people that you represent are your source of power. Mm-hmm. They're and, beholden and, to me. They work for me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, I gave them that power. Yeah. Or and, I didn't, depending on how I and, voted. And, and 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 those people gave me this position, this opportunity, and therefore I I am beholden, as 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 you say, to they are the source of my power, and I'm working for them, um, whether they voted for me or not, and, and so that's where I I, I think. Um, but, but I mean, we're talking about political power, of course. I mean, there are different kinds of power, right? It's, uh, I mean, when, 
one of the things that that political scientists talk about is not just sort of the raw political power of elected office, but just the hard power and soft power. Of course, the hard power um, is basically the power of the gun, right? Whether mm-hmm. whether that's through our police forces or our military, but then the soft power where you right you put up the the speed limit sign. Mm-hmm. That's soft power. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. You know, hey, everybody, could you follow the speed limit? But if you don't, maybe somebody in a car with flashing lights who has a gun on their hip is going to pull you over and say, (laughs) you know what? You didn't follow the soft power suggestions, so now the hard power is here. uh, I have (laughs) some soft power. The, the, um, oh, what's it called? The uh, census. So I'm living in an apartment down in the gateway and uh, I hear a knock on the door and I go and answer the door and it's a, it's, it's a census person. And I'm like, I don't want to do that. Right? I mean, do I really have to do it? And she said, she said, no, you don't have to do it. But if you don't do it, you'll probably get arrested. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. So soft power, hard power, right? Right. You know. So I ended up doing it. I, I you know, and I'm like, I want to register that this is under duress. Yeah. <laughs> Which really, the, the census is a good thing. However, I don't like being told what well, to do. There's my anti-authoritarian. And and, and and we see expressions of hard power and soft power all the time. I mean, if anyone who's who's been a parent. Right. It, it's, it's soft power and hard power all the time. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I mean, at the end of the day, we, we try and, you know, uh, parent by, by example, by, uh, you know, coercion or gentle persuasion. But when all else fails, <laughs> you're grounded. <laughs> right. It, it is you have to bring that hard power. There has to be that reminder that this is an unequal relationship and someone as a parent has more power or it's not absolute power, but it's pretty near absolute, uh, particularly depending on the age of the child. Um, uh, you're navigating teenagers is... <laughs> that's a whole different ballgame. That's ball a game. whole other thing. Because uh, there's a power struggle. But exactly, and right? and and of course, and of course, what you're trying to at the, with that age, uh, and I'm living this. I have a 17 and an 18 year old at at home. I've, I've, uh, but I've been through it once already. I have a daughter who turns uh, 25 in a couple of weeks. Um, but but just navigating that that you're you're trying to kind of negotiate that power, but you're also actually trying to teach them how to best express their power mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and 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 that when they go on into adulthood and if they become well whether whether they become parents or co-workers or whatever right as adults they're going to be navigating power in all of their relationships that's you know and talking about power and it was funny i was listening to chris rock and tomorrow is pink shirt day yes i got my pink shirt on today i don't know i just threw it on i don't want to wear it two days in a row so i'll feel like oh i didn't think of pink shirt day um bullies and power now chris rock in his stand-up routine i don't know if you have you watched it, i, I and he know says, exactly the where you're bullies, the right? world needs the bullies the world needs bullies because the truth the 
like the truth is they're they're they teach us something i i, I right. in, in in that same sketch he says you know if if somebody hadn't p- pushed bill gates down the stairs and taken his lunch money we might not have bill gates we would have had somebody else but 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 you see his point yeah i see his point i don't have to agree with like and we were talking about this early where that comes from i don't agree with with uh, where it comes from, but I do agree that we need to be challenged, right? Yeah. Um, and if it and if it's bullying, then I guess it's bullying. I don't agree with it, right? I, I I'm actually dealing with this uh, in in a real life uh, scenario right now. My my five year old nephew mm-hmm. is is big and strong for his age, mm-hmm. and has shown some bullying tendencies, mm-hmm. and. Uh, there, there's part of me that um, I, you know, I was brought up. I, I, I attended a rough and tumble uh, school in elementary school in Hay River, Northwest Territories, in mm-hmm. the '70s. So, um, where, and I got into fights, physical fights, in the schoolyard all the time. Um, and 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 that th- that was an era where where teachers actually encouraged boys to fight it out in recess and lunchtime because they got that they got that energy that negative energy out of them and then were far more attentive uh, yeah. in in class and, and and of course the the handful of times that I got hauled down to the uh, to the principal's office one time when uh, a fellow and I got into it in the middle of gym class and destroyed two badminton rackets, beating each other up with these <laughs> badminton rackets, uh, taken down to the principal's office and the principal shuts the door, opens his desk, puts the belt on the table and just leaves it there. Talks to us for five minutes, we leave. Hard power. Hard power. (laughs) He gave us a soft power, but he reminded us that the next time he would see us, it would be hard power. Back in the day when they could. uh, But back in the day when they could do that kind of thing, and and but but the one thing I've I've expressed to my sister-in-law is that I wish they would. I I feel the pendulum has swung maybe a little bit too far the other way in terms of the physical contact. particularly for boys, um, for, for young boys, you know, five, six, seven years old, uh, you know, primary school age uh, in the school playground. The whole no touching thing, I, I, I feel maybe has gone a bit too far because at, at the end of the day, my, my nephew just wants to, is just a rough and tumble kid and wants to express that. Mm-hmm. And, and because there is no, that's, not only not encouraged but not allowed is that then it becomes okay well then i'll just kind of bully my way around and that's not good either or yeah or express it in some other unhealthy way and that yeah. and that may um i don't know i'm not a psychologist i'm not you know I, i'm not a sociologist i I'm just doing everything, everything, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is my opinion. You're, you're just a guy sitting and, at, at a microphone. And, and yeah, you and, and me both. And nobody can see me, so um, I can suffer the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune. Um, I think that it carries through 
probably into adulthood into uh, negative uh, negative expressions of power. Um, and I so I have to like I look at and I'm going to jump from there up to senators in the U.S. right like Mitch McConnell or or Ted Cruz or which thank God he got rid of his Canadian citizenship. Um, America, you can have you him. can have him. Him he's and all, Bieber, he's you all yours. <laughs> yeah. Um, the other. Uh, and I, and I thought... Um, but could you give us back Neil Young? Give us back Neil Young. Well, Neil probably doesn't want to come back. But uh, what, I'm, what I'm getting at is, is to what, what, the, like, what would you do? Like, I watch these guys practically sell their souls, you know, when... For power. For power. Right. And, and maybe future power. Like, I'll, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to short sell my soul. Yeah. Right. Maybe hit it big in a few years, four years. You look at uh, Holly, Josh Holly, Josh yeah. Holly, uh, Ted Cruz, and these these guys at Mario Rubio, 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 uh, um, and then there's what's her name Green, who is so far out in right field, I yeah. it, not even there. Um, and so I'm like, I'm like, so I ask myself, would I do that? Right? Rush Limbaugh that? did it. It, it, in in the last years of his radio career, Rush Limbaugh was earning eighty five million dollars a year mm-hmm. to spout lies, to spout hate, to to basically be a a a radio bully that that an audience enjoyed. Right, you you bully the left. You say a whole bunch of outrageous things. You go on the air and 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 spew these racist nonsense. Uh, imitate you know Chinese people, uh, crazy stuff, and we'll pay you big money. But and that power didn't save him. It it, it never saves any of us in no. the end. Right. The end, the, yeah. there, there's always that final reckoning, but but he certainly lived a very comfortable life uh, in his twenty five thousand square foot uh, oceanfront home in Florida. Um, so so and and of course some people make that exchange, whether it's for political power or wealth. Um, it's like sure, sure, I'll sell I'll sell my soul for wealth and or power, and but. You know, there's a final, there's a final reckoning, of course, but it, it's to me, it's easy to see, and and this is where I, I come back to that 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 power reveals who you are, right? Mm-hmm. If you're reaching for that ring, that's who you are. That's just you were a douchebag from day one. From day one, <laughs> and 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 right, and and if you think that that you can talk that way and spread that kind of hate and distrust. Um, and, oh, and I'm getting paid in it. Well, I'm just doing it for entertainment. I'm just, you know, doing it to, you know, uh, you know, affirm some people's beliefs. That's, that's not good. No. That's, that, that, what, you know, what about truth? What about honesty? What about those core values? Oh, well, I'm in the entertainment. I think Rush Limbaugh, well, from the couple of interviews I saw, was actually quite candid. I, I, I'm in the entertainment business. 
you know, I, I, but did I, he believe that? I wonder if he really believed that. I mean, whatever helps you sleep at night, I guess. Right? I, I, I guess so. I, I, I guess so. I, I, you know, I, I'm sure at, at, at some point to be persuasive, you have to believe, uh, in it to some degree. I mean, this is a thing that, that shocks me to this day is that, you know, with my opinion writing that I, I, I still get asked on a, I would say five or six times a year when I'll meet somebody that I've never spoken to before and, oh yeah, you write those editorials for the citizen. Do you honestly believe what you write? What? What? <laughs> why, why would I write something I didn't believe? Why would I, and, and I always hinge whatever I, I write on, on some basis in fact, where I'm citing statements, studies, whatever, like something, you know, to, to logic to, to base it, to have it on a foundation of something as opposed to just say, well, you know, you know, I heard that uh, uh, the Trudeau government uh, knew COVID was coming back in January and did nothing. Well, anybody can say that, but it's not based on reality. Mm-hmm. Um, yet I get those emails. I had to unfollow a friend today, a friend that I've known since the first day I came to Prince George. Uh, and because he posted something about Rebel News, from Rebel News, and I didn't know this. Rebel Which is news. not news. Well, well, there I want to talk sometime about what is mainstream media and what is the other quote-unquote media, right? If you're not mainstream media, then what are you? Extreme media... Conspiracy. We talked about conspiracies already, but conspiracy media. And I'm like, and I'm like, I can't. Once again, I can't believe that that this is even called news. Yeah, because it just doesn't. It doesn't make any there, sense. There, there is a great tradition. Uh, and if you want to talk about it, if you want to talk about the media, I'm, oh, yeah, I'm yeah. your guy, I Michael. Think, yeah. um, so I, I just want to quickly say that there is a great long tradition of of wonderful alternative media. That's the phrase that we used to use mm-hmm. for non-mainstream um, of wonderful alternative media outlets in Canada, the United States, around the world that have done amazing work, whistleblowing work. Um, that that has made society better. That is that has changed the world. That has changed journalists. As journalists, we need to be held accountable too. And 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 often the alternative media, particularly in the past, um, has been great at that uh, because. As, as our friend Lisa Redpath likes to remind me, and, and I, I, I have friends like her, and she was one of the primary friends that reminds me is that I, in my role, have power. Yeah, you do. And, and that it, it, where, where I just kind of try and dismiss it sometimes, well, I'm just the friendly neighborhood uh, uh, newspaper editor, online news uh, outlet editor. Um, And she said, no, no, you have power. You have power to shape opinion, to shape the direction of discussion of issues in the community, to raise certain issues, but then also to maybe tap down other issues to, well, no, we're not going to talk about that in my, or I'm going to lessen that because 
And of course, even making the choice to elevate some issues by its very nature means that other issues you're uh, either outright ignoring or diminishing in some mm-hmm. way. And so um, it, it's good to have friends like that. They tell you the truth. Yes. And that's your job, though. Right? Yes. <laughs> yes. I, but, but, but it... I, I, and I think that's that's one of the things that's important for all people in all positions of power, whether they're, you know, we started talking about, uh, you know, healthcare. Mm-hmm. Uh, doctors uh, and nurses certainly have huge amounts of power, and and to be um, to be held accountable for their decisions or decisions of power, uh, but then also to be reminded that your decisions have and of course they Life don't need, and death they don't need impact. to be reminded of that certainly but that sometimes it's even the bedside manner is an expression of power and mm-hmm. and uh, and how that can affect people but it's okay to take on that power it, 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 I'm not it, take it on like as a mantle but as a human being like like go against that power and say, you know what? I don't agree with you. I want to find out from somebody else in a powerful position yes. what they think. And, and, and for, for some reason, I, I think in our society, the, the, the ambitious people um, and people who seek power, that, that somehow they diminish themselves. And I, I, I don't, I don't subscribe to that because, again, it comes back to why do you seek power? What do you want to do with the power that you are asking me as a voter or as a consumer or as a citizen? Um, what do you seek to do with this power that you are asking me to grant you? Mm-hmm. Um, and, again, the ones that can answer that in a positive and very clear and simple way, I'm far more trusting of those individuals than the ones who say, that's a good question. (laughs) They deserve the power. (laughs) Right. Um, And and, and certainly there are people who, who go to that. Well, I deserve the power because I'm the only one who can fix it. I know. I know more about that than just about anybody. Yep. And I'm the only one that can do it. And, and, and we can't trust these people who have been in power for uh, doing these jobs. We can't trust them anymore. We need outsiders who know nothing to come in and express power. Well, for what? To break things? To enrich themselves. <laughs> to enrich themselves. Yeah. To yeah. To to spread lies and mistrust. Uh, no. What would you do? What would you do with ultimate power? You remember Kathy Tra- Kathy Travers used to say, "If I was the queen of the universe." <laughs> so if you were the king, what would you do with? So here's your question, almost thrown back at you. Yeah. What would you do with that power? Wow. I, I, I mean, at, at, at the end of the day, it's, it's, to me, it's about lifting the least powerful. Because lifting the least powerful raises all boats, mm-hmm. lifts all boats. Um, you know, whether, whether it's vaccinating the, the, the poor 
citizens in the poorer countries of the world, that makes everyone healthier. That makes everyone safer. This, the same thing works with wealth and power, is that if, if, if we enrich the poorest people in, in, in our society and in our world, that makes things better for everyone. Um, and, and so, so I guess to answer your question, uh, with ultimate power, is and to me this is the best one of the best expressions about power is the willingness to share it. Uh, yeah. Right, share it, not hoard it, um, and 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 to entrust others with it. I mean, I, I mean, one of the expressions of power I have every day is I'm I'm a manager. Um, you know, people, rep- you know. There are people under me who report directly to me, mm-hmm. and and I have to hold them accountable. But one of the things I've always tried to do as as a manager is empower my people. You, you you're smart, make a good decision, and and if it's a bad decision, I'll ask you why did you make that decision. Okay, what did you learn from that? Mm-hmm. Let's not do that again. Let's not do that again. <clears throat> I I'm looking forward to. We've got so much to talk about, Neil. I think, and you know, because I'm I'm sitting here listening to you, and then uh, popping into my head is like, oh, we should talk about the importance of mainstream media and its effect on, <laughs> on 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 the on the rise of of non mainstream media, right? And yep. And and non mainstream media, what what's its place? And, and is it is is it does it have any value? Like Rebel News, and and uh, you know, is there any value to those to those things? Yeah, that's a whole we got we shit ton of topics to discuss. <laughs> you, you know, I I should just let you pick the topics because as you could say, I can talk about everything, 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 everything. I was you know, I said uh, there was a friend of mine, Hans Sefklo, and and uh, Hans is a a scenic painter. He he he's done all the scenes for the, and he's an artist, and he's a and he's a graphic art a designer, and just a very talented man. And and the re well, he's one of the reasons I got interested, kind of curious about podcasts, is because I'd always see him walking around with an earbud in, and I'm like, what are you listening to, Hans? He's like a podcast about blah blah blah. And this was four years ago, you know. And I'm like, hmm, what is this podcasting thing, right? I know it's around. I've you know it was. It just seems to have grown exponentially lately, but but um, he said I'm getting sick. And t- are there any podcasts out there that that aren't bought by big business and paid by blah 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 commercial? Like God damn it! I was, and I said, Oh, you should listen to <laughs> <laughs> everything, everything, and of course, Arts North. Yes, you know my other podcast, uh, Shameless Self Promotion, because no one else is going to do it. Right, right, but. Uh, um, so he's going to give us a listen and, and hopefully share. So Hans, and, and you know what to do, right? And spread the word. Spread the word. It, it I, when I was putting together my my music my playlist for this week, mm-hmm. um, I I quite enjoyed myself because of course power has been. Uh, uh, we talked about Shakespeare already, but power has been a, a fascination of all artists and certainly musicians uh, have. I, as I found out when I started delving through my my uh, my library, uh, musicians love songs about power mm-hmm. um, and 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 themes of power, um, and uh, 
my playlist opens with Public Enemies Fight the Power, mm-hmm. um, which was, um, you know, that, that song was the centerpiece of Spike Lee's movie, Do the Right Thing. Um, right, where, where at some point, if the power is unfair, you're at a crossroads. You either have to accept the power or fight the power. And, uh, and if you choose to fight the power, hard power, soft power. <laughs> and then, you know, and that kind of brings us back to our, like our first episode, I think, where we talked about the capital, the perception of what is a rebellion and what is a revolution, right? What is, what is terrorism? What is freedom fighter? So you either accept the power or you challenge i would say challenge the the, the word fight I, I mean i'm not you know me i'm not pc right um yeah. i think i like the word challenge challenge the power it, it's sort of it's a little more sneaky oh, in, in, <laughs> in, in in the in the context of 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 public enemy and, and certainly within the that context the, in, in the context yeah. of, of the film do the right thing it is fight the power it it, it is enough is enough and, and and certainly that is in many ways what was what was new and exciting in 1990 when that film and that song came out uh and 30 years later with black lives matter i'm sure chuck d um you know is sitting somewhere going i told you guys <laughs> spike lee same thing i told you guys um you know th- th- this there's nothing new here. There's nothing new under the sun. Black Lives Mattered in 1992, and Spike Lee, you know, at the end of the film, throws the garbage can through through the restaurant window, and because what else is there to do sometimes? It, it, but of course, oh well, you know, we can't have violence or whatever. But when there's no other option, then what? There's a whole nother topic right there. There's a whole other topic right there. I just hope, <clears throat> I just hope one day, um, and I know I did it when I was younger. When I was a younger man, I had maybe more energy and I was more dedicated, or more willing to take the chance to 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 stand up to authority that I disagreed with. And I, and I hope that I, as I get older, that when I see it, <clears throat> if I see it. I'll be able to do the right thing, right? And, and 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 I think that at the end of the day is what we're all trying to do, whether we're powerful or not. I, I think in many situations, the powerful are also trying to do the right thing. Um, One would hope. Well, I guess in their minds, they are. In, right? in, in their minds, they are. Um, but it doesn't give them a free ride, though, man. I'm not no, giving them no, a free no, pass. No, no, definitely no free rides. Definitely they have to be accountable. And, 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 and the ones that are in it for the right reasons are actually quite happy to be held to account. Um, Nothing e- to fear. E- e- even if that accountability can be painful, um, because it exposes your their, taxes. Their, their, <laughs> well, but 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 if it if, if it exposes their weakness, if it exposes mistakes, um, if it just exposes the fact that they're just not as smart as they were telling people they were. Um, I think humility, not humiliation, but humility. 
is 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 probably one of the most powerful and 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 it's not recognized that way by by so many people. I, it's I, mixed up with humiliation, but but humility is a powerful sentiment. Uh, it, it is a powerful sentiment. I, I I've the one thing I, I mean, of course, there's there's a long tradition in in journalism is that admit when you're wrong. It, it, it's okay to publish. We got this wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, we made a mistake. Here's the correct information, and and move on. Where we're we're not attached to. Well, that's what we published, so that's what we're sticking with. I mean, the one thing that unless that, you're Fox, yes. News. <laughs> the, the 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 one thing that that I, I have been asked about, especially over the last couple of years, uh, reporting on municipal government here in Prince George has. You know, at times it's like, well, Neil, you're on a witch hunt against these local politicians. You know, they're they're just good people trying to do the right thing, do the right thing. Um, and it's the the thing I stress is that at 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 the provincial and the federal level, they're opposition parties, but at the local government level, <clears throat> no. Who, who's the opposition? There may be council people that yeah. uh, people on council that that disagree, but there is no set opposition. And, and, and to, so to I, hold people I, I, accountable. That that was the one thing that I, I, I mean, I had learned it from other people, but that that was actually crystallized for me when I came to Prince George twenty years ago, and I saw Ben Meisner. I didn't always agree with with Meisner's tactics. I I, I thought he was too aggressive sometimes too um you know polarizing for polar you know polarization's sake but i understood what that he 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 embraced that i am the opposition um and i don't care what side of the political fence you are i will hold you accountable and and so i i try not to go too far down that rabbit hole mm-hmm. right nobody appointed me uh that but at the same time it's just open and fair and transparent reporting and 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 again the, the truly powerful are not afraid of transparency are not afraid of accountability it's the people who have power but want to cling to it are they really powerful are you are you really powerful if you have to lie if you have to cheat you're, you're not. This episode of Everything Everything was recorded at the future home of the Arts North a Digital Media Center in beautiful Prince George, British Columbia, Canada. If you want to listen to mine and Neil's uh, musical playlist for this episode, you can find the link in the description below. I'm Michael Cast for Everything Everything. Everything.